Is that a rooster? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they come through, do they? <laughs> I love it. Welcome back to What You Will Learn. My name is Adam Ashton. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Adam Jones. Today we're getting into the Buddhist boot camp by Timber Hawkeye. Not his original name, eh? He's a legend of a bloke, isn't he? Well, it's an odd name, Timber Hawkeye. Um, We'll be speaking to him this week to find out where that name came. I don't know what his real name is. No, no idea. But so Buddhist boot camp. So basically, Timber was a... He was in corporate America as a lawyer... And then I think he just basically got to the point where he was like, no, nah, this is just not what I'm meant to be doing. Uh, sold all his stuff and just le- le- uh, lived a really minimalist life yep. and ended up, I think he spent a year living in a Tibetan Zen monk monastery. That's and, right. Yeah. So from that monastery, I think it was from the monastery, he was saying he sent a whole bunch of emails to one of his friends or his relatives. And then over time... Uh, they just said, "Hey, mate, this is this is pretty cool stuff. You should uh, write a book about all this." So yeah, all those emails compiled into this one book. Yeah. So it's basically just a lot of little chapters about just, yeah. uh, I guess, Buddhist principles and how you can put it into your your life or whatever you do. Yeah, all very short, one page, two page, and yeah, as you say, how to apply Buddhist principles to every life. Anyone can be a Buddhist. You can be uh, Jewish and a Buddhist. You can be Christian and a Buddhist. Yep. It's just using these principles and it's not it's not a religion per se. And he says he simplifies being happy into two words, be grateful. He says gratitude has a way of turning what we have into enough. Yep. That's a big part of it which we'll which we'll get into. Yep. So we'll just there's probably how many? Thirty? It's probably like thirty or forty. We'll pick like. out our favourite we'll or twelve. Face. Yep. That's it. So we'll get stuck in. Uh, yep. one of the early ones for me was grasping. Mm-hmm. So our beliefs solidify the truths and realities. We know it's like the never-ending story. So once you stop believing in the reality, it ceases to exist. Yeah, he says love is real, but fear is also real. He says everything we do, all the choices we make, uh, we need to analyze, are they coming from a place of love or a place of fear? If they're coming from a place of love, go for it. If they're coming from a place of fear, isolate that fear. Obviously, don't do that thing and try and work out where that fear is coming from and how you can eliminate that. Mm, interesting shit. Yeah. Another one, mate. Uh, I like training the mind. Mm-hmm. So, Hang stop on. granting yourself everything you crave. Let your mind know who's boss, basically. So, first yeah. first few times, your mind will throw a little tantrum like a little kid. But <laughs> yeah. after a while, like you'll just see your mind as a little kid and you're not... Uh, submissive to everything that your mind wants so you, you know you got a bit more control he says yeah and as a little kid you've never told yourself no you've never said no to yourself as you say mate you always give in to your cravings but what he says is if you can say no and take control you realize you got more control you'll have more freedom over your own mind and more options more choices and yeah just more ability to do what you want yeah so yeah if you Get that craving for ice cream, maybe skip it. Yeah, skip the ice cream and yeah. choose a choose an apple. No, nah, just fucking <laughs> just skip it. Just skip it. Uh, less is more. So this was one we both liked, yeah? Yeah, definitely. So it's, with the idea, the concept, work part-time to live full-time. So rather than going out working your 60, 70-hour weeks, doing that until you until you retire, how about, or his approach, what he ended up doing was 
you work 20 hours, mm-hmm. but then like reduce what his necessary expenditures were yeah. to a point where he could live off, you know, work 10 to 20 hours a week yeah. and then the rest of the time he'd be playing tennis, playing hockey, just chilling out yeah. with his mates. Yeah. Yeah, living it. Mate, I reckon you should ask him more about that on Tuesday or Wednesday when we speak to him. Yeah, bang on. Do it. Um, we are the victims of our own choices. And he says that what we are today, we're the result of all the choices we've made in the past, whether that was 10 minutes ago, 10 days ago, or 10 years ago. And so we have to, the real, we have to realize that we're the victims of our own choices and stop blaming external things and stop blaming other people. That's right. So when you start pointing at yourself, and then all of a sudden you've, you're in control. If you just yeah. think everything else is fucking with you, then uh, yeah. yeah, you're not really going to get anywhere. Yeah, he also says... Take the tough road. Make the tough calls. Don't take the easy road because the easy road probably isn't going where you want to go. Yeah. That's it. Uh, oh, mate, I also want to just, sorry, to jump in. Yeah. At the end of every chapter, he's got a quote, and they're all bloody good. Yeah. Um, this one I liked in particular from, from Jim Rohn. If you find, uh, sorry, if you really want to do something, you'll find a way. If you don't, you'll find an excuse. Great. So Jimmy Rohn, he knows his stuff. Yeah. Uh, feelings versus emotions. So mm-hmm. live in each moment without getting attached to it. So when you when you're just living in the moment or the present, he says, yeah, you're just chilling out. All the suffering just goes away, and you're just hanging out, enjoying yourself. Yeah, and he says basically that a feeling. Everyone has feelings, and it's you know a thirty second or a one minute feeling. Whereas an emotion is a prolonged thing, and it's a story that you've created as to why you're feeling that emotion. Uh, so it's 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 just that story. You need to get rid of the story behind it. Yep. And again, we'll ask him a bit more about that. Yep. Hang on. Uh, another one, divinity within. Yep. So he says, just rather than, if you've got mates coming mm-hmm. around or, you, you know, people having dinner at yours, you'll like put a lot of effort in to make the place look nice. So he reckons, why not just do that uh, for yourself? So just, you know, look after yourself, prepare a nice meal, put a candle on, just, <laughs> yeah. you know, look after yourself. You, yeah. you know, you're, you're important as well. So yeah, as you say, if, 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 uh, if you get having mum and dad over or friends over for dinner, you're going to clean up and you, you're going to sit at the table. The TV is not going to be on. So how come when you're by yourself that you just make some deep fried meal and sit on the couch watching TV and you, yeah, you're not treating yourself well. So treat yourself as if someone else is watching basically. Yeah, that's it. Uh, teaching kids, he says, yep. don't believe everything you see, hear, or read. And this is like one of the core things in Buddhism. You don't don't believe what they say. Just go out and try it. So yeah. he says, find out what yourself is the truth. So rather than, yeah, don't don't believe all the people you've listened to. Just, just find out, try the things. Yeah. If it's true, it's true for you, then that's all that matters, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. And he also, in terms of teaching kids, he says, teach kids how to think, not what to think. So don't say, this is the answer, this is a story, believe this. Say, here's a story, what do you think this is, and think for yourself. The other thing he talks about is language versus communication. We teach kids language, we teach them vocabulary, we teach them what to say, but we don't, we don't teach them how to communicate with each other. So, mate, I reckon he'd have some good ideas about education, and I yeah. think this book's actually getting in a few schools yeah. as well, so that'd be good. Yeah, Fantastic. Uh, rewriting the story. So our beliefs are merely our stories in our minds that we wrote a long time ago. So it's just he's just saying, you know, isn't it liberating that uh, your beliefs are just just stories you made up? So mm-hmm. why not just just change them? It's not that hard. Yeah. Well, it makes it sound pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One other uh, I've got here the the problem with the golden rule. So he says the golden rule is is do unto others or 
um, treat others the way that we want to be treated. But he says the issue is we probably are treating others the way that we want to be treated, and that's poorly. Uh, so he says we're mm. treating ourselves poorly. We're feeding our kids junk food. We're watching TV instead of reading books. We're, we're not giving anyone our undivided attention because we're always on our phones or our devices. So um, stop treating yourself poorly and stop treating others poorly as well. Yeah, bang on. Do you want to get into uh, the, our favorite section? Success. <laughs> Success. So a good chapter here. Careers are overrated, so kind of touching on that less is more principle. So how little can I live off and still have a good time is his question. So he's got a sick Dalai Lama quote here. Mm. So man sacrifices his health in order to make money, then he sacrifices money <laughs> to recuperate his health, and then he is so anxious about the future, he lives as if he's never going to die, then he dies uh, having never truly lived. So wow. Dalai. Dalai Lama. And we did his book as well, The Art of Happiness, a couple of months ago. Yeah, that's a um, Yeah, good book. Uh, another one in the success category, When to Walk Away. Well, so he says, a nine-to-five job isn't the only way to spell success. He says, success means being happy and no one deserves to hate what they do for a living. He says, love yourself enough to choose happiness every time and you'll be the most successful person in the world. Yep. Bang on. Love it. Uh, redefining enough. Mm. So it's like if he's going to work less, you got to re- redefine what is enough. Because for a lot of people, it's just it's never enough. So that's why you, you always need that extra pay rise, mm-hmm. or you, you know you're always just looking for that little bit more. But when Keeping he says just that's right. So he, he says just when you understand what's enough, know your limit, and then then yeah, just redefine what that is, and you're probably better off having that as little mm. as possible. Yeah, if you lower your expectations, it gives you a lot more freedom to to achieve. Yeah. Next, we've got a story here called The Simple Life. Yeah. It came up in the four-hour work week, but I reckon it's definitely worth repeating. Yeah. Definitely. So we've got here, you know, one summer day, uh, a fisherman, he's, he's coming in on his boat, and it's you know lunchtime, one o'clock, two o'clock, uh, and this, this American guy sees this Mexican fisherman coming back, and he says, why are you, why are you back so early? Why, if, you, you know, if you stay out and, and fish a bit longer, you might catch some more fish. And the, the fisherman said, well, you know, I just go out, I catch enough fish for my family, and I, I come home. Mm. And so the, the American says, well, what do you do for the rest of the day? You've only been out a few hours. And he says, well, I, I get to sleep in every day, catch a few fish, but then I go home, play with my children, have a siesta, stroll through the vi- village with my wife, relax, play the guitar with my amigos, drink some wine, laugh, sing, dance, late into the night. I have a full and wonderful life. And this American says, well, I'm a businessman from New York. Let me tell you what you should do instead. Instead of wasting your, your time like this, you should stay out a bit longer, catch some more fish, sell it to someone else, and you'll keep a little bit of profit for yourself. Hmm. Maybe then you could buy a second boat. Maybe you could buy a, a whole fleet of boats. And eventually you might have enough. You could even buy a factory and you could package the fish and sell them all over the world and you have a massive business. You'd have to move to the city. Yeah. But eventually, you could, you, know, you could sell this for millions of dollars. And the fisherman said, well, how long does this take? And the banker says, oh, I don't know, 20 years, maybe 15 if you're lucky, but you'll, you'll be a millionaire. But the fisherman said, well, what next? And he says, well, that's the best part. Once you sell your business, you can move back to a little, little fishing village, sleep in late, fish a little, play with your kids, take siestas <laughs> in the afternoon, go for a stroll in the village with your wife, laugh, sing, dance, relax, and you'll have a full and wonderful yeah. life. Yeah. And the fisherman just yeah. walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Love that story. Yeah. So the business the businessman came down thinking he's like the man. He's going to teach yeah. him a lesson, but the fisherman was really yeah. the 
the one who knew his and shit. He, he didn't have to say anything, did he? No. That walk away just says it all. Yeah, that's it. Uh, next one after that, knowing is not half the battle. So even if, like you say, that that sweet story that you just said, uh, knowing you know that story or the wisdom is only mm. just a little portion of it. Taking like the actions is yeah. basically everything. Yeah, massive. And Derek Sivers, the author of Anything You Want, the very first episode we did, said, if knowledge was the only thing we needed, then everyone would be a billionaire with perfect abs. Yeah. We know how to make money and just make more, spend less. We know how to lose weight, eat less, exercise more, but uh, just knowing it isn't enough. That's it. Uh, at the root of our suffering, he says, reduce suffering by reducing expectations. Mm-hmm. So he says something like, say, if you're in, in traffic yep. or something, yeah. and, and if you're expecting like that everything to, to flow smoothly, then, then as soon as there is traffic, then you all of a sudden you get pissed off. <laughs> so he says, just don't think there's, just don't expect there to be smooth sailing all the yep. time. There's going to be, you know, you're in a world where there's, everything's not going to be perfect. So just reduce your expectations, understand that when then shit goes down, you're not, uh, yeah, you're not getting pissed off and angry. Yeah. He says, you know, he says, take note, most of our expectations are completely unreasonable and self-centered. Basically, by expecting less, you're going to be happier with less. Yeah. Um, and that's what it's all about, happiness. That's right. And then I want my final last chapter. We've covered a lot. There's, there's a lot more in the book. Yeah. Are we looking, so it's on permanence. So we're looking for something permanent in a permanent world. So live as if you were uh, to die tomorrow and learn as if you will live forever. Yeah, nice. And my one to finish off, um, it's never too late. And he says, uh, making no decision is a big decision in itself. Uh, And he says, training our mind to be more positive, loving, accepting, maybe easier said than done, but it's certainly easier than living the rest of your life with greed, hatred, and anger. Let go of what's killing you, even if it's killing you to let go. Yep. Love it, mate. Mate, Good book, Good stuff from Timber. Yep. yeah, good book. I'd say it's mate, very easy to read. It's on, it's it's 140 pages, but it's all short, sharp. Yeah. Um, We've been complaining yeah. last week's few weeks about too much fat in books. Yeah. This has got no fat in it. Yeah. Does it? It's, it's the perfect amount of concise. Yeah. It's yeah. like very much like uh, anything you want. It's like a, a paragraph to set up a story, enough enough context to give you the the lesson and the learning. Yeah. So it's spot on, I reckon. Well, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd recommend it to worth a read. To and this is people. It's... I like to. I read this one as well. His other one, Faithfully Religionless, which is a lot more about his personal story, which uh, similar content but told in a, in a different way. I like them both. Yeah. yeah, definitely very applicable, I guess, for everyone in the West because we, you know, we we don't really live these ways. So if you take yeah. a few of these on board, I reckon you could uh, get more out of your time, definitely to, with your work or whatever you do. There's a lot of important lessons in here. Oh, he's also got a free uh, a TED Talk. Obviously, TED Talks are free. Um, but a TED Talk, I guess, just search Timber Hawkeye. Yep. He's got a TED Talk. And uh, in a couple of days, keep your eye out. We'll be speaking to him. And um, I'm yeah. sure we'll get a load out of him. Yeah, fucking oath. <laughs> All right, mate. We are we going to sing it? Yeah. Yeah, let's sign it. Less is more. Timber Juice those expectations. Buddhist boot camp. Timber Hawker. What about the Mexican and his daughter? She's hot, right? Don't trust that American businessman. Just go and catch the fish. 
catch the fish Know when to walk away And knowing it's not half the bad We've gotta take that action unit Success means being happy Redefine enough Lead a simple life Everyone is gonna die someday You're gonna die Make your shit happen right now Before you cock it, motherfucker Be grateful for every breath Prevention is the best cure Do the right thing Do the right thing Do the right thing Not timber, timber, timber It's easier said than done But it's easier than living a life you hate Timber, timber, timber